BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Top of the morning to you. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Fun show on tap today to close out the week here. For us, anyway, in 30 minutes, Nigel Seeley is going to join the program. He is dynamite with the analysis and betting on soccer. We'll do that in 30. And then after that, we'll also have him stick around to preview the French Open and who he likes there uh, in the future market uh, with both the men and the women. We do get a game six over the weekend for Memorial Day. How about that? Uh, just. Think if we had no NBA or NHL, and we're going to have both now coming up on Saturday. And the Celtics were obviously ultra impressive last night. And some takeaways, some big time takeaways that I have anyway. The adjustment now for the game three, uh, I'm sorry, game six total is all the way down to 211. I was hoping Mm -hmm. that books would not quite adjust that much because this series is now turned into an under series based on some of the players not available for the game. The other one that's t- that ties into Gabe Vincent, if he's unavailable, that means another capable body and another, like, just one of their primary ball handlers who can no longer play if he's not there on Saturday. That's massive. I'm surprised that when he, the news came out yesterday, there was not more of a tick up on the Celtics because that went from, they only moved the juice, and it was only like a seven-cent move on the juice with Vincent, and I think that there is a pretty significant drop-off from Vincent playing a bunch of minutes to going to Kyle Lowry. In fact, the Heat are 18-5 and five when Vincent starts in his career in the playoffs. 18-5. and five. And last night it was a complete bloodbath. Mm-hmm. And Joe Mazzula has learned on the job. Anytime that there was a sign of light from the Heat last night, let's get a T.O., baby. Yeah. Yeah. They, they came out. Stomped on him in the first quarter. Fantastic. Knocking down threes. Again, that incredible stat when they're 40% from three. 38 and two when they're not, they're under 500. Uh, you, Vincent saying all the right things that they thinks he'll play Saturday, but that was enormous. Uh, Brown has struggled much of this series. I don't know if he's hurt coming into last night. He was 19% on jumpers in the series, but uh, everyone shot the ball. Well, if White plays like that, watch out. I mean, the run that this guy's on, I mean, that is now what six of seven. He's gone over his three point prop, and that is plus money. And he was the leading scorer in the game. And that was a juicy price. More on that coming up. People, that. people will not want to hear this, but I'm telling you, Derek, if they come back and win the series as of this minute, 
Derek White should absolutely be live to win the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Okay. I don't want it. This, well, t- the Tatum stuff, you're going to yep. get bombarded with it, as we always are. You can argue that White's been the most important player. I like how they uh, were a little aggressive from time to time, attacking the basket. You don't want to settle, which this team does too much. And now what has only happened 12 times of the 12th team to force a game six? That's astonishing that this Owen, the Owen 150, but only 12 have forced a game six. Only three have forced a game seven. I think we know what will happen Memorial Day. If, it, if they win in Miami. But Butler's human. Lowry was awful. The others have, didn't play well. The uh, Vincent injury was enormous. So add it all up. A great win. And now uh, Butler says they're going to win Saturday. But now all the pressure's on Miami. Can you imagine if they do this? They would be responsible. That city would have three epic comebacks in three different sports. And you could argue the three biggest comebacks. You'd have the Celtics, the first team to do. You got the Red Sox over the Yankees and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, 28-3. I mean, come on, if they were able to pull this off. Wild. I mean, White, Tatum, Brown, Smart combined for 89 last night. Think about this. Now, yep. you mentioned the 16 of 39 from downtown. That's as a team, that's 41%. Those four players were 14 of 28. The Heat are not going to win the game if those four players combined for 89 points. I mean, that's Captain Obvious. But if they, if those four, like the core four there, if they score 70-plus, right, their chances of winning are going to be extremely high. And now they're laying three. So let's talk about this for a second here. If they win game six in Miami, and let's say they cover the three, it's a close game, but maybe they win by like five, and Vincent is back, what would you make the... Game seven number in Boston. Would you tighten it up a little bit because game sevens can be tighter, and then mm. you would probably definitely want to look at the under in a game seven, especially the way that this series is trending. And then would people figure that well, the Heat have to have this game, so they're not, you know that that's the way that this has been going with the point spreads, right? Celtics in game two bumped up all the way to ten. Game three four and a half, which was outrageous the way the series was going, and now they're th- look at the difference here. The difference is three in this game compared to when it was four and a half in game three. Eight and a half? Seven and a half? Eight and a half? What do you think? Yeah, because that, that range? That, I don't know. Like game seven could not touch 10, could it? I can't now. No. Unless if they it, blow them out, yes. If but they you, blow say, them you said out, it's yeah. close. Yeah. If it's, if it's close, close, yeah. Let, let me throw this, uh, float this at you. I thought I like this tweet from our guy, Brian Mahoney. Is it possible that the heat are running out of gas, much like the Lakers, because it's so much basketball, and while other teams were relaxing, like Boston, because they knew what, what they were already in and, and safely with their seed, Miami and the Lakers both had to fight late in the year, and then they were in the play-in game, so you have all those extra minutes and extra games, because Butler doesn't look like the same player either. I certainly, I'm buying that. I would say, I guess maybe, but when you look at how many games that they played in the first two rounds, they actually played fewer games than the Celtics did. Remember, the Bucks series mm. took five games, Knicks took six, and this, that's so that's combined uh, eleven games overall. And meanwhile, the yeah, Celtics okay. they had to play thirteen games between the Hawks and the Seventy Sixers. You were playing so many meaningful games in March and April, though, because you wanted to avoid the play-in, which you ended up in the play-in anyways, because you couldn't catch the Nets, and you were trying your damnedest to do that. And it didn't work out. And then you had to go playing against Atlanta and then the play in against the Bulls. Yeah, I, I would say that the injury certainly hurts Miami yep. more than anything else. Because, again, look at how many – where where are the guys that they can actually go to now when they when they need them? And where are the ball handlers? So when – you know, and they've done this without Tyler Hero. They deserve full marks for this. And maybe the team has gotten better with – maybe they wouldn't even be here with Tyler Hero. Who knows? They, they kind of rallied around that injury. And now with no Vincent, well, then now you're getting the cluster injury effect. And so mm-hmm. I just, at some point, uh, like another limb has been taken off the team. That's going to, that, that has to impact them. And it clearly did last night. And now, I mean, I'm, are you surprised where the series price is at? Because at DraftKings, the Heat are minus 135. The Celtics are plus 115. You think the Celtics should be closer to a pick'em? Yeah, I guess. Who, that was, yeah. Because who's going to bet the Heat money line yes. in game seven if it gets there <laughs> yeah yeah only like yeah, contrarian betters that'll be it i know but again bob ryan nailed it though it's just this annoying team i was like what are you doing you have, you have you're so talented what happened doesn't make any sense how you come out in a must essentially a must win 
game three and you flat out quit. And you get run out by 30. And, and Missoula says, I, 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 don't, I, I lost the team. So, and then they bounce back, and then the Gary Washburn stuff about this team's pretending that they like each other and, and all this stuff. So, I mean, if that you was... just see how talented they are, and you even saw it last year. There was no doubt they should have beat the Warriors. Yeah. Just how sloppy they are at times with the turnovers and, and bad shot selection. But when they're on, you know, it looks like that, and that's why they're frustrating and annoying and any type of... Uh, any word you want to use here, because oh, we know the, how much talent they have. It's it's a very uh, irritating basketball team yeah, yeah. to watch all year long, because they, they should not, like, the lows should not be that low. Like, they should not be getting destroyed by 30 points in a Game 3. In fact, if that, if that would have been a Game 4 situation, and the Heat would have swept the Celtics, and that's how they bowed out on the year, there's little doubt in my mind Missoula would have been canned. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the thought would would be, well, they got they have to get rid of Jalen Brown. But it was a game three. That's why like every single person, former players, media people, they're like, I the game three? I, I can't recall a team ever waving the white flag like this. It was embarrassing what happened to the team. And that's why no that, the, the game four point spread was so fascinating. Like, what do you I mean that flipped from four and a half? Boston to Heat minus one and a half or minus two, and nobody yep. was injured. All the signs were there for Cancun. The other thing, Paul Pierce at the game yesterday, and apparently he's just doing the choke sign nonstop to the Miami Heat. So, I mean, everyone's feeling it now. Hmm. I mean, this is, you blow this one Saturday, you're part of history because you're not going to win game seven on the road the way it's going. And this is just, that's going to follow you around the rest of your career. Oh, Jimmy Butler has to just, he's going to play, I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing, four, a minimum of 46 minutes on Saturday. Depending on how the game goes, yeah. he might play the whole but, game. You know, he's going to have to have he's going to have to go for like forty two and just be Superman yeah, out there, right? Because then it's you're at home. I know the others always play; they play do a better job. But this is your counting. He's been great, but now you're depending on guys like Martin and Robinson and Vincent and Love and Lowry and it's, you know, it's uh, you wouldn't be surprised maybe if the stage is too big and they don't have it because you know Boston's a much better team going in. You're you're an eight seed for a reason. You 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 had must win games essentially in in March and April, and you couldn't even beat the Orlando Magic. Well, think think about the power rating the Heat were playing to in the playoffs. Yeah, we we never saw anything close to that during the regular season, at all. I mean, they like I said after Game Three, if this was March Madness, we'd be saying, wait, this this like twelve seed clearly looks better than the five they're playing. Yeah, and that was the whole thing uh, in March. We said that over and over and over again about some of those matchups that we had. And now, and now, by the way, how the finals could potentially change when it looked like we were going to definitely have Heat Nuggets when it was 3-0 Miami to go from maybe getting Denver-Miami, but now maybe Den- that, that completely changes everything for the Nuggets. Well, Denver a big favorite with home court, and suddenly it would be Boston, and Boston would have home court. Uh-huh. And that's, that, a, that's right. It's a massive flipper, but, flipperoo there. Right. No, it's just like the hockey, though. It's like, where'd this come from with Florida? Where'd this come from with Miami? They're the second eight seed to get this far. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the Milwaukee series made no sense how they shot the ball from three. No. They're unconscious. Up next, win some, lose some. Everything is saying bet against him. How does it go well for this guy starting today? We'll kick that around coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All right, here we go. Tatum, first basket of the game, plus 380. Exact method, two-pointer, 11 to 1. White to be the leading scorer as high as 100 to 1 last night. And again, he's gone over his three-point prop six of the last seven games, and that is plus money on all of them. Kid's been great. He can shoot. Not the case against the 76ers uh, and, and at the times early in this series, but he was great against Atlanta. And I'm picking up what you're putting down. What if he's great in game six and game seven? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal job by White. Stars, Knights to go to overtime. Plus 310. Every game in the series but one. Stars survive, force a game. They're playing the game at the same time Saturday. What are you doing? Start that early on Saturday. Going head-to-head against the NBA game. Yeah, and I'm thinking, last night when this game ended, both of them, I thought, if we actually get two games on Monday, they better put one of these games during the day. They have to. Do we? In fact, I don't even look. Do we know the times of those yet? With the NHL, it's a garage league. They got, they of course got to, not. They got to play one of those games no, at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. They have to. That was the move Saturday, though, too. Oh, boy. Michael Block, first round over, 72 and a half, a dollar twenty up to 170. Last place, 11 over. Uh, I've never seen someone that bad off the tee for an entire round. Oh, my God. He's in the woods. He's behind a tree. He's on a bridge. He's over. It wouldn't stop. He bogeyed four of the first five and then went double-double, I think, to close. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was not pretty. That wow. was That hat, the result here was one of the easiest bets I've ever made. Of course, I wish I could have had more on it. Um but not, not many books actually offered that prop here in town. The the beauty of this was, I mean, we're all rooting for the guy, right? Uh, well, uh, us or people? Yeah, people are turning on him already. Are they really? Oh, yeah. Oh, because- well, his comments about the stupid comments on the podcast the other day. I'd be the best player in the world if I could hit as long as Rory. Oh, I miss those. Okay. Calm down. The, I would say good job by the Golf Channel, though, because they showed everything with him yesterday. They learned. Yes, they did. Yes, that's what you should do. Good job. Perry Hall. Who? First round leader, 130 to 1. There's the, the opposite. He shoots a 62. <laughs> what is this? The big tickets in golf. Oh, my God. Oh, fantastic. You ever heard of Harry Hall? No, of course not. Hey, Harry. It's like your neighbor. Bringing over some uh, little hot dish, a little macaroni salad. Hey, Harry, what's going on? 130 to 1. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. Where did you find this? What? This is the coin pusher? A guy won $4 million? That is a big stack. Those That's $5,000 chips in the middle, right? So you think it's innocuous. He's just pushing a little bit over. And then you just you watch what happens here. 
timber and the whole thing falls over and goes in he scoops the whole thing right it's like one of those games that we played when we oh, were there kids it is. yeah there it, it is it's a big tower of purple chips yeah those are five thousand bucks each oh and the whole God. thing falls over look at that and it, then, then it just keeps going and they all fall down and then the pusher keeps coming. Oh my god. And that, that dumps everything into like the area where you collect it, and all of that is his. Think about that. Oh my god. I mean, it, it won't I, end. You won't it's right. It's an and it's an endless amount of chips and it just keeps coming in. First of all, how much is it to play? Right. Where is this machine at? Yeah. Who came up with the idea? I need more info. I and know. like that brick again, that tower of five thousand what is that right there? That's at least two million dollars. Has to be. Yep. Let's go to Southern, well, that's awesome. Same type of thing here. Let's go to Southern California. The Brady Bunch homes for sale, 5.5 million. Huh? What do you think? A little piece of history? I'd rather have the Tower of Chips. <laughs> yeah, right. And there you see, it still looks the same. It's a Brady Bunch TV show. You know what? Were Look you, at that. Were you a Brady Bunch like family growing up? Did I watch the show? Meaning, yeah. Did you no, the, I didn't get into it. I honestly don't know. Honest to God, I, I never don't, watched my. I don't think I watched an entire episode ever. I don't. I, I never watched. I, I cannot yeah. recall ever watching like ten minutes from an episode. Yeah. Concur. There's the inside. There's the outside. But I love but the fact I, it looks like that. Well, yeah. sure. Plus, you do you want to be a part of history? We talked about this years ago. Right down the street, Lefty Rosenthal's home was for sale. Derek looked at it. I, I'm talking a couple people. Fitz, I go. This thing's listed for half a million. Yeah. That's not going down in value. It was uh, where. Uh, where De Niro, the scene where De Niro's in his home and the, the banker comes in, he's talking to Pesci and, you know, outside, Frankie, they're going to land this plane in the fairway? On the golf course, yeah. Yeah, but it's, they, the bullet hole is still in the house. I mean, that would be iconic to buy Lefty Rosenthal's house. And you can have the Brady Bunch home, too. Let's go back out to uh, Monaco. The Grand Prix, the biggest yacht, it's the Octopus. Look at this sucker, what this thing goes for. Hey, you can land a helicopter right there, huh? Sure, no problem. I mean, this is, you want to talk about an embarrassment of riches. What is this, Jerry Jones? With what this thing goes for? I mean, uh, okay, so. Just lunacy. I think I saw, was it 2.4 million to rent this for the weekend or uh, for the week, was it? Uh, yeah, okay. The yacht goes for 285. It sleeps 26 guests and 63 crew. A basketball court, a movie theater, and pool. It can cruise 9,000 miles before needing to refuel. Its weekly rental rate is $2.4 million. Okay, I'd rather have oh. that for a week than the Brady Bunch house. Oh, yes. The octopus. Okay, there you go. Let's unleash hell. Yeah, you sent this in. How about a hippo eating a watermelon? Like you and me with the Oreo cookie. Look at that. Just waiting for it. It's a basketball. It yeah, yeah, right. You can shoot it to layup drill. Slam dunk. Put it in, right? Okay, sets it in. And crush it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. He just—he's standing there. Yeah. Look at look at the jaw. Look at the mouth on that thing. Yeah. Here we go. I'm ready, big boy. Let's go. Throw it in. Bam. A little snack. Right. The Oreo cookie. Yeah. And the away it goes. Yeah. Oh man. One one bad for the books. You mentioned it yesterday. In some spots, the Las Vegas Aces open pick. Other spots, four closed 15 and a half. Touched 16 and a half against the Sparks. One by nine. Yep. I don't know. They were losing at halftime. Well, they get they got blown out in the first half. Yep. Yep. Lose some. The most secluded home you're ever going to see. I couldn't do it. I want no part of it. Let's go to Iceland. I mean, come on. It's it's uh, built in 1996. No way. Why? Come on. What if something goes wrong? What do you what, what do you do for groceries? What do you do? Look at this. You're in the middle of nowhere. You, you plan it out accordingly. What if you get with some bad weather? You plan oh, it out you, accordingly. Look you at will that. get some bad. But we're, you we're, would do that. You are. Oh, that is the definition of off the grid, right there. Oh, I, I would. I would sign up for this in a heartbeat. You again, would again. Give me this more than, over the Brady Bunch house. Yes. Oh. I don't have to deal with a single neighbor. I'm in. No, I. I hear nothing around me at all. Ever. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. All right. How about this? You know, it depends on, on what conference you play in and how things work out. Calgary, 93 points. Fired the coach and the GM. Florida, 92 points. Stanley Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. It's in, how things work out, right? And I'll put this under lose some, but it's just Paul Stone later on the show, games of the year, college football, a couple win totals. And Texas, he has to make a run for the border to get down to Louisiana. That was his office the other day for a couple hours. 
as he pulled over at a rest stop to make all his bets. There you go. One bad beat. Man U yesterday in the Premier League, the win to nil. Chelsea scored in the 89th minute. Vicious. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see the changes in all the action. Betting splits another way. VEASAN's here to make you smarter, better. Check it out. Every game, VEASAN.com. Now, the PGA champ from last weekend, Brooks Kepka, had quite the week. I mean, he's had all these games in South Florida. The Panthers game Monday, the Heat game Tuesday, the Panthers game on Wednesday, and then live that event starts today he's uh, the tea time is i believe 115 eastern time and actually he's in the same group as dj and cam smith so it looked like he wasn't even going to make the event yesterday which would have meant no practice round just get there on a course that he's never played before go ahead brooks have fun um live actually announced that because of quote flight issues he would not be there but he did eventually yeah. show up. They got him a plane. He showed up, and there was a video that made the rounds with uh, Greg Norman. How is this going to go well? How? Snowstorm? Late May? South Florida? Um, it was, uh, I can't imagine it goes well. Uh, it was just off a, a four or five day bender. And what, uh, On the, by, I, I can't, I can't, I know it's happened before. We mentioned the, the Howard Stern thing with the, a guy going against the Mets, and they had him out all night, and they dumped him off at the hotel, and he couldn't even walk, and he comes out and throws a gym. And then other times where you flu game or, but uh, but but this between hungover, and that's, I, I guess flu is one thing, but hungover and just going after it hardcore for four days and hanging out with Dustin Johnson and going to the Panthers in the heat and back to the Panthers. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's one of those situations that rarely pops up where, you need you, you you have to fade this guy, and if you lose your bet, so be it, right? This this was on principle alone. Had to make the bet on Cam Smith, with, and and so many people have reached out to me saying, "Oh, I've un- unleashed hell. <laughs> yeah. I've unloaded on Cam Smith yeah. and other people who found yeah. DJ in a matchup against him as well." Well, he only cares about majors, anyways. Yeah, Nigel Seeley on the program next, his betting analysis for the final day of the EPL and the richest match of the year. This is Follow the Money on v DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 and get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. Come on, the menu is fantastic. Tatum 11 to 1, first basket, exact method. White 100 to 1, leading scorer, everything you want at DraftKings. Here we go, the GOAT, Nigel Seeley, tennis. Soccer, Sunday, the final day of the Premier League. At Sealy underscore Nigel on Twitter. Get all his uh, soccer plays for free as well. Follow him. Everything you need. Uh, Telegram, he is the man. He joins us now. How you doing, sir? Very well. How are you guys? Looking all right. forward to the weekend. Uh, looking for the end of the Premier League season. It's been a long, long season with the World Cup as well. But uh, Good point. The sunshine in London as well, which means we may have uh, some very exciting games at the weekend at the top and the bottom of the... Premier League action. Yes, we do. But let's start with the the richest match in football tomorrow. For all the marbles at Wembley, English Championship League, the winner goes up and gets promoted. It's Coventry City against Luton. What do you think here? And and uh, that's I, I, I love the grounds. I mean, I cannot believe because we played it on the on the air many times that Luton could be promoted when you have to walk through someone's backyard to get to the stadium. But what do you think tomorrow at eight forty five Pacific? Well, it's going to be a very nervy match, obviously. Luton go in as marginal favourites around about plus 145 to win in 90 minutes. Now, remember, you've got to bet here two options. You can bet them to win in 90 minutes right. uh, and because this could go to extra time and penalty kicks as well. So it's very important to make sure if you do play on that money line, that is the 90 minutes. Uh, it, to, to advance is different. Um, Luton are quite a heavy favourite, minus 160. A Coventry plus about 115, I think, over here. Um I think this is a this is a real real close match. I mean, Luton obviously the team that come in the better team over the season form without a shadow of a doubt. Um, they changed their manager. Their manager come in and their manager left them and went to Southampton. Quite amazing now. Southampton being relegated and, and and the new manager won't be taking Southampton's place. So there's a subplot there. Uh, but what we see in playoff matches is that usually the teams that come in with a bit of momentum 
go all the way. And Coventry certainly that side have come in momentum into this match. They finished, uh, Luton finished 10 points above them in the regular season, but I wouldn't count too much onto that. Uh, Coventry certainly decide coming in with, uh, the, with, the, with, with, the, with the hype around them and obviously the form. The one thing that uh, you usually see in championship finals is because of the, you said the richest game of football, they're usually very tight. The last 10 championship finals, um, two of them have gone over two and a half and eight have gone under. Mm. So that shows you the kind of mm. game that you're going to be expecting here. Uh, in regular season, they both met twice before. Uh, both matches were draws, 1-1 and 2-2. And I think um, with so much at stake and not really much separating the two, I know there's 10 points on the season, but I think currently this this state where they are now, I think Coventry coming to this match with the more of the momentum um, I think this could be a draw in 90 minutes. So I'm gonna, I'd have a small play on the draw and maybe a 1-1 scoreline to keep that under trend continuing. Okay, I'm with you on the under there as well. How about Sunday, League Two, for the right to get promoted? Carlisle United against Stockport. Yeah, two sides. These are really, really close. Nothing between them. Not much between them geographically. Not much between them in the league table. Uh, uh, Stockport were fourth, just missed out on promotion. The top three going up automatically. And Carlisle were fifth. Uh, Stockport come into the season as the the favourites to win this division. Uh, they went up last year from non-league and they were the favourites to win this. They'll be doing, looking to do what Wrexham will potentially do next season. Uh, but Carlisle was, will be the outsiders in this match. They played twice before already this season. Stockport won 2-0 on their home turf and the other one was a 2-2 draw. Uh, in the playoff finals in the last 10 years, five over, five under. So uh, I know uh, under is a very, very high price around about minus 185, minus $2. The history in this match suggests it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it's not very wise to to play that mat that, that bet. The other thing I would say is a quite a hot weekend in London this weekend. Probably one of our hottest of the year. It's been a long season. These players are, are you know, they're, they're they're professionals, but they're playing in the lower level of the English football. So they played a lot of football in the, in a, in the space of a few days. So mm. exhaustion is going to come into the into here, and it's a big old pitch at Wembley and the biggest game of some of these players' careers. Uh, the guy who scored the goal for Carlisle to get them to the final, he's actually on loan from Stockport, so he can't feature in the biggest game of his career against his club. So that's a big blow for uh, for Carlisle. I think Stockport are worthy favourites. I think they'll probably edge it. But um, my, my hunch would be to go under two and a half goals, but the line, minus 185, and given the trends, I'd probably steer clear of that as well. All right. Uh, you, you take it away best you can here. Uh, run it all down. It's the final day of the Premier League Sunday. Every match is at the same time. Not a lot on the line. We just we're worrying about who's going to get relegated here at the bottom. But I know you like to play goals and exact score. And years ago, you hit a big one. I think it was a 3-3 you gave out on television. Uh, and you're going to try and do that again here today. But take us through Sunday and, and what you see here, if you see goals and how you think the final day of the season will play out. Sure. Have we got, have we got another section on here? We just got the one section. No, we'll no, do no, two. two. We'll do two. Yeah, you got okay, plenty great. of time. So yeah, I've yeah. got quite a lot of stuff on this. So okay. I don't really want to rush it. So you know, I want there's a lot for people to take in. Right, okay. So I've been doing all the stats and all the working out on the last day of the Premier League season. The highest amount of goals ever on the final day of the Premier League season. Well, sorry, ever. In the, in the last 13 years, which I, I went through uh, this morning, 39 goals were scored last season on the final day of the Premier League season. That's 2021-2022 season, which is an average of 3.9 goals per game. The lowest in that 13-year period is 2013-2014, which was 28 goals. So the averages are definitely up on the final day of the season. Over the last 10 years, there's been 335 goals scored in 100 matches. So the average goal per game is 3.35. Now, if we translate that to odds, uh, 63 of the last 100 matches in the final day of the season have cashed over two and a half, which is at odds of minus 163. So if we randomly pick a match out of the last 100, the true odds on the game on the final day of the season, it should be minus 163. Uh, and what I, t- what, I, what I found was that if a, go- if a goal line goes over two and a half on the final g- g- day of the season, it goes over by a lot. So it goes over like three and a half becomes value, four and a half become value because it's very rare they win 2-1. Teams would win 4-1, 3-1. There's been four twos. Mm. So, it, so the value, the, the lines what the books have come out with on the two and a half goals look to be about right this season average but the lines on three and a half goals look to me just where the value is this weekend um 45 of 100 matches 
uh, on the final day of the season have gone over three and a half goals, which is almost a 50-50 chance. Yeah. Three and wow. a half goals, which is, which, is, which is incredible, really. So you, you've got to look for three and a half. The other thing you've got to find is you've got to find games where there's nothing at stake to play. So you look for matches where at the, at the bottom, at the top this weekend, there's a lot of games where there's nothing for many to play. Uh, you know, Brentford, Bristol City, nothing to play. Arsenal v Wolves, nothing to play. Southampton, Liverpool, nothing to play. Nottingham Forest uh, against uh, Crystal Palace, nothing to play. The games where Fulham, Man United, nothing to play for. Chelsea, Newcastle. The games at the bottom, obviously, going to be a lot of uh, pressure, a lot of anxiety, you know, a lot, lot of things going on. So you may want to avoid them. So you can narrow the games we want to play to seven matches where you can take the teams at the bottom. So concentrate for three and a half goals on those matches. If we go back to 13 seasons, it's uh, 58 out of uh, 130 have gone under under um, over three and a half. So that shows you the value you get there. The other thing I found in a hundred matches over the last, last uh, day of the season in the Premier League, there's only been two nil-nil draws. So a nil-nil draw on the final of that decision, if we take those 100 matches, a 50 to one shot. So it shows you the line. It's, it's, it's really skewed for over goals. If you go back to 130 matches, only three matches have produced a nil-nil draw. So the nil-nil tech detector, for obvious reasons, has gone back to Taiwan for a new edition. We don't, we don't need it this weekend. Yes. <laughs> so there they came. So what I've done is I've looked at some matches. So I'll give you some matches in the next session. But the first match we're going to concentrate on is not in the Forest v Crystal Palace. Over three and a half goals here is plus 155. That goes higher than the trend of 142. This game fits into the category of two sides with nothing to play for. Uh, in, in the last couple of matches, uh, last week, uh, Nottingham Forest drew 2-2 with Fulham. They played at West Ham and they won 4-3. Southampton, uh, sorry, um, sorry, that was, that was uh, Crystal Palace. 2-2 with Fulham, 4-3 v West Ham. If you look at um, Nottingham Forest, last week they beat Arsenal 1-0. But prior to that, the four of their five matches before that all cashed over three and a half goals. It was a 2-2 draw against Chelsea, 4-3 against Southampton. They'll be absolutely full of the joys of spring because they've saved, they're in, they've not out the relegation battle. Both teams will look at this match and think to themselves, we could have been in a relegation fight, but we've got out of it. Not in the forest on that win against Arsenal and Crystal Palace with their end of season form. Both have a, a very good attacking players. I think over three and a half goals here is great better, plus 155. And I also like a 3-3 draw in this match, which is a monster 50 to 1. If you're looking for a match, and any match could be a, like this, this could be the game where you could get a really crazy score. So 3-3 here at 50 to 1, over three and a half goals at plus 155. Roy Hodgson's took over at Crystal Palace, changed their fortunes around, played 9, won 5, drawn 2, lost 2, scored 17, conceded 11, averages three goals a game. The average is plus 142. You're getting plus 155, which is a great bet. Uh, I'll give you some more in the bit. Yeah, that, that is awesome. So hang tight. We'll get some more soccer analysis coming up next. And also, Nigel is terrific at tennis. We will have him preview the French Open. From a betting perspective, there is no Rafa Nadal in this tournament. So is the men's draw more wide open than the top of the future board suggests? We'll ask Nigel that question coming up next year and follow the money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Take your sports betting game to the next level this summer with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up now, only $9.99. Get access to everything we do with the daily pro picks, NFL futures, 24 7 video access, hippo videos, pro tools, exclusive betting splits, where the sharp money's going. Start betting smarter. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. Another excellent segment with the GOAT, Nigel Seeley, tennis and soccer at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. We'll get to the French Open in a second. We roll on again with more on the Premier League. The final day is Sunday. All the games at the same time. You already mentioned uh, Palace Forest over. How about uh, Bournemouth against Everton? Everton is safety zone right now. They need a win or help to a, a couple losses to avoid relegation. They're above Leicester and leads by two points. What do you want to do with Everton and Bournemouth match? Well, I mean, Everton um, have been a very disappointment this season, haven't they? Absolutely dreadful form. They find themselves in this predicament where they have to win on the final day to stay in the Premier League. Um, they're decimated by injuries. They have all kinds of problems, but they, they looked like they were going to get back to some kind of winning ways when they went to Brighton and produced one of the shocks of the season, winning 5-1. Uh, in that match, they had their centre forward, Dominic Calvert, looming back. Uh, he's now injured, so he's a big doubt for the weekend. Without him, I, just, I really think they're going to struggle to score goals. Uh, last week against Wolves, they were absolutely the best team on the pitch for the first 25, 30 minutes, created so many chances, but couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And then Wolves uh, scored on the counter-attack, and Everton left it late with a goal in the eighth minute of injury time to give them chance here. Otherwise, they would have been in a real spot of bother if they lost that as well. Um, I don't. I think these odds are just crazy. I mean, Everton have been poor all season, and just because they need to win, this inverted commas need to win, the public suddenly get involved. Now, I'm not saying that they won't win, but if you're betting Everton to win this match at minus two twenty-five, you need your head looking at because they are just <laughs> crazy. If you bet Everton at minus two twenty-five, you will lose money gambling. Full stop. Because it's a public play. We all know they need to win, but they're not a very good team. They've needed to win at home a few weeks ago against Newcastle. They got beat 4-1. They needed to win uh, against Fulham at home and got beat 3-1. They've played Bournemouth in the twice this season, and Bournemouth have won both games and scored something like six goals in the both matches. Bournemouth have won their last four matches against Everton, and Everton are minus 225. Now, we all know they need to win, but they don't necessarily have to win by two, three, four. If they just win this match, they are guaranteed survival in the Premier League. So what we're que- we're arguing how motivated Bournemouth are going to be, and that's the big question for this bet. But if, for example, Leeds are losing, and, if, and for example, Leicester are losing as well in play, then Everton don't need to win. Everton can still lose and stay, stay in the Premier League. If the other mm-hmm. games... So there's things going on outside here as well, which means that Everton may not have necessarily have to win. The bet I like here, I love uh, Bournemouth plus one and a half at minus 150. It's a little bit high for me, but in 18, this is the lowest price, the highest odds, sorry, that Everton have been in a Premier League game for four years. Wow. This is probably the worst Everton team in four years. 
And in 18 home matches this season, if you had bet um, the other team that Everton had played plus one and a half goals at home this season, you would have cashed in 17. You had only lost on one match out of 18 this season. And just because they're at the bottom of the table, we need to win. And the other thing about this game is they don't have to win two or three. One nil is good enough. So if they go one nil up and there's 25 minutes to go, they will defend for their life. They they will just sit, try not to go and get the second. So I think plus one and a half goes. The whole of the hand, Asian handicap prices are derived from the money line price. And the money line here is wrong, which means there's value on the other markets. And obviously, if Leeds win or, or, or Leeds go behind and Leicester go behind, then Everton, if even if Everton lose, then they're, right. they're, they're safe. So I like that bet. The other bet I like is Aston Villa to beat Brighton. Aston Villa win this match during European football. Brighton are already in European football. Um, Brighton have levels have dropped significantly since the FA Cup uh, semi-final defeat against Manchester United. Aston Villa have got everything to play for. They need to win. They've won their last six matches. They're a side that really, really need to win. They win this game. They're in Europe. Uh, Brighton have been celebrating the fact that they're in Europe for the first time in 25 years. Uh, and I think Everton, uh, Aston Villa here, who have won their last six at home, will make that a lucky number seven and get into Europe. So Aston Villa for me, Bournemouth plus one and a half as well. Would you consider Bournemouth plus one at plus money or you want that hook? You want the one and a half? In I, want, I want the one and a half. Okay. I want the one and a half. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, they can win by one. Yep. See, I think if Everton go one nil up in 65 minutes, Everton will try to defend it. Because if they're pushing for a second, they leave themselves open for to, to go for an equaliser and then they're, they're, they're banging trouble. So if they go one nil up, I think they'll try to just hold on to that one nil wins. That's why I want that half. Yeah, very good. Makes a lot of sense. So next, Paul, can you believe the life this guy leads? Every time <laughs> we talk to him, I actually said now. during yeah. the break yeah. when, he, when he came on 20 <laughs> minutes ago, I said, I can't believe you're not at the Grand Prix in Monaco. And they were showing this with like all these, you know, billion dollar yachts. Typically, Nigel's out there sipping a cocktail already. And uh, with his bets, but you're going to be in Paris next week for the French Open. Uh, yeah. We hope to talk to you. We'll get you out at some point next week to talk about this too and give out some of your best bets. But when you look at the top of the men's future board right now, there is no Rafa Nadal, Nigel. I mean, he has dominated yep. this event, as we all know, for more than a decade. So at the very top, you're going to get Alcaraz around plus 160 or Djokovic around plus 250. And then it drops off significantly to the third shot in the board around nine to one and then double digits. Is there value somewhere on the board because there is no Rafa or do you think it's going to be between one of those two guys at the top? Um, well, there is value on the board, but you've got to make sure you can get each way betting. Uh, obviously, if, if, if your book's only offering win only, then you've got to chop around and try to get that money for the each way parts, the place parts and make the final. So mm-hmm. you want to understand. So you, you want to be um, the top half of the draw is stacked. I mean, that's where you find Alcaraz, that's where you find Djokovic, that's where you find Sitsapas. So three of the four in the betting in the top half of the draw. So the bottom half of the draw is considerably weaker. Alcaraz will due to play Djokovic in the semifinals. But I think there's, I think Djokovic is definitely a fade. I think there's potential banana skins for him in this tournament. Um, he, I'm not being at all impressed with his form. Uh, he's disappointed in his clay course season so far. He got beat by Holger Una uh, in Rome. Uh, he, he got beat by Massetti. In, uh, in in Monte Carlo, uh, matches that you wouldn't expect Novak Djokovic to lose, but he did. Um, he doesn't look the same to me. He looks, he looks like he's, he's sort of coming towards the end of his career and getting beat. Alcaraz is obviously the man to beat, but his draw is, is tough. I mean, he, he's got Massetti in the last 16, sits a pass in the quarterfinals, Djokovic before he even gets to the final. Again, he's been beat. He was beaten by a qualifier uh, in Rome, which was a shock, shock. Within. He was one of the biggest shock of the tennis season so far. So, I think there's question marks. They, they are the two to beat, but they're no way value at plus 140 and plus $2. The, the value's in the bottom half of the draw. Um, Holger Runa there, I bet, I bet him about six weeks ago at 40 to 1, 33 to 1. I still don't think he's going to win it. I wouldn't bet him at seven, certainly, but I've got a good, nice value bet. I think if you were looking now in that bottom half of the draw, the obvious player is Yannick Sinner, the Italian. I think Yannick Sinner will be the number one, number two tennis player, along with Alcaraz. They'll be the dominant force in 10 years to come. They'll be the Federer and Nadal. They'll be the Djokovic of, of the new era. Uh, Sinner's just got every shot in the book. His clay court stats are exceptional. He's brilliant on hard courts as well. He's an all-rounder. I think he's another player who could do well at Wimbledon. My only problem with him is physicality. His body breaks down a lot in long matches. And obviously, to win the French Open, you've got it's, it's a five-setters. Five set You've got um, long, long games. It takes a lot on your body clay compared to grass because the, the, the length of the, the rallies are much, much longer. 
But on talent and on statistics, Yannick Sinner at double figures is definitely the value play here. But I would worry about him in the in the latter stages, uh, and I'd probably look to potentially hedge my position, which is very unusual for me if he got through to say the sort of the quarterfinals and play some match bets. But Yannick Sinner definitely uh, eleven to one is the each way value. And Medvedev is in the bottom half of the draw. He's been exceptional in the clay court season. He just won Rome. But this record at Roland Garros is very bad. This is a real slow, sluggish court, the slowest around on the clay court. Um, so you're looking for value, definitely a value in the bottom half, and that value would be with me in Yannick Sinner. So do you think, having said that, is five or maybe even a little bit higher than that, higher than five to one on him to reach the final? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, that's the play. I mean, the the the, the route through to the quarterfinals is... is is pretty straightforward. And if you work out mathematically what he is to win each match, he'd probably be uh, value at five to one because the probabilities he'll play Alcaraz or, or Djokovic in the final mm-hmm. if, if it goes to the seedings, and then he's going to be a, a plus two fifty chance in the final. So that's where you get the the odds. So the, the, the probability, the, the odds on the the winner market take into account the odds of um, of that final outcome. But to get to the final, you, you, you're losing the, the the plus 250 on him to win. So, yeah, I think he's, I, I think it's, I think it's not very, it might look open this draw because there's no Nadal, there's no Federer anymore. And it might look an, an open draw, but I don't think it really is. As, and there's not many people who can win it, in my, in my opinion. I think they, going down to Kasper Ruud, one of them can only win it. And I think Kasper Ruud is probably a potential semi-finalist, but I don't think he can win it. So really, really, Alcaraz, would be the man to beat. But at plus 140 with his draw, it's questionable. But if if we looked at stats and we looked on clay court form for 2023, Yannick Sinner is definitely, definitely the value because he's not far away from Alcaraz on his data. Okay. You're the best. Have a good weekend. We'll catch up next week and maybe, maybe we'll get some of the day-to-day matches that you like as well, okay? Sure, no problem. There you go. Follow Thank him you. on Twitter. He's at Sealy underscore Nigel. Jonathan Von Tobel, senior NBA analyst on Game 6 Eastern Conference Finals next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.